Especially because it's like three days before the competition and this guy is like yard sailing hard. <laughs> and you're just like, he like, his dad, the coach, everybody is saying, oh, you're doing really well. Like, I think you've got this. You've got this competition in the bag. And I'm sitting there like, wait a second. He could <laughs> use 10, 20 more days, probably two more years. Like, he does not have this competition in the bag. <laughs> I feel like we're live even though we're We're live. Welcome to the first episode of Thirsty Thirsty for for Hallmark. Hallmark. (laughs) A podcast about Hallmark movies. And our deep love and appreciation for Hallmark movies. (laughs) I'm Charlie. And I'm Mary. And we are friends in Aspen, Colorado. Today we're talking about Two for the Win. (laughs) Two for the Win came out January 16th, 2021. What did you think, Mary? You know, on a scale from all the Hallmarks, I would give it like a three cupcakes rating. But should we explain the cupcake rating? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very nervous. If you've seen the movie The Sweetest Heart starring Julie Gonzalo, you'll understand. It's about a woman who owns a cupcake shop and she's not making any money. It's going downhill. And and her solution for it is to expand. (laughs) Is to expand. All I need are investors to expand. Yeah, so she gets a hunk from Chicago to invest and expand her business, and yet she's not changing anything in her business model. And for some reason, (laughs) it's our favorite Hallmark movie. movie. So it's a five cupcake rating system, and you give it three cupcakes. I do, yeah. I agree. Three cupcakes. I feel like it's very middle tier for Hallmark. Yeah. Yeah. I like the story. Um, you know, it did, we gasped many times. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I will say, I think Hallmark in 2021, if I'm seeing a narrative from Hallmark, it's like, I will be unpredictable this year. Yeah. You know, it's, and none of the plot lines have followed like the formula that we're so used to. And honestly, it's causing me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> um, the movie was about <laughs> a skier. <laughs> <laughs> world champion celebrity skier who is injured his knee and his coach leaves him because of it. Yeah. And he's healed, so he's trying to make a comeback, but he needs to get a new coach. Yeah, so he goes back to his hometown. He <laughs> legitimately runs into his old best friend, who now happens to be a ski instructor, and she ends up coaching him to be in the Winter Classic which, since we live in Aspen, we felt very familiar with this storyline and with the ski competition plotline. Yeah, the whole ski culture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shredding the powder <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> uh, his father puts a lot of pressure on him because he was a champion. And it turns out that they've both been in love with each other <laughs> since they were kids. <laughs> that was the most... Okay, can I just say I don't think I've ever heard a Hallmark movie say... I love you. Anyway, she's coaching him. He's doing really well. And then a female skier approaches her to ask her to be her coach. Meanwhile, he's decided he's going to retire. Do you think the girl's going to move to Switzerland to coach this other skier? And you think he's going to be there and they're never going to get together? (laughs) But then the big competition comes. (laughs) Nine minutes left in the movie. Not only does he break the record for speed skiing, but... (laughs) She's back, and she's convinced the woman, even though you, even though you got a place in Courcheval, France, don't forget about that. Come live in Winter Mountain, and I'll train you here. So 
exactly. <laughs> and they kiss, they're together, and I think they're gonna have babies pretty soon. <laughs> they already said the I love you, so babies are they obviously said I, And he said he wanted to start a family. That was, yeah, I forgot about that. This is why I want in Hallmark, and if you listen to these, I will say this for every damn movie. I need a one year later because for me, this plot seems somewhat believable. I believe that they're going to end up together, but how am I supposed to know that they get married and have children and fulfill their dreams? This is why I need a one year later. I need that final bow on the top of the present. Next segment of the podcast is <laughs> where are they from? So the man in this movie, the movie. <laughs> is Mary's favorite Hallmark hunk. Oh my gosh. Trevor Donovan. He is... You know, in 2021, Charlie and I are starting a lot of things. One, this podcast. And two, we're trying to manifest men. So I, this is me officially manifesting for uh, <laughs> Trevor Donovan. If you're listening today, if you're single, please let me know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Which, Trevor Donovan was made famous on 90210, the, the reboot. The reboot, yeah. And he played a gay character, right? Did you watch that? I didn't watch it, but he played, according to IMDb, he played Teddy. My favorite Trevor Donovan Hallmark movie is called Snow Coming, and if you haven't watched it, high suggest. Did you see this one with redhead girl that looks like Britney Snow? Is that the one where he was a football player? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think that's like like gold time for Trevor Donovan. Yeah. Anyway, if you need some more Trevor Donovan after this movie, which let me tell you, I understand Snow Coming. <laughs> and then the woman was. Charlotte Sullivan, <laughs> you definitely remember her as the mean girl in Harry the Spy. It's really her biggest claim to fame. You know, I always have a complaint with Hallmark and their hair in that they always do a middle part or the poodle bangs or horrible wigs and poor homegirl. The brown roots just, I was like, come on, Hallmark, what are you doing to her? Why? I mean, I know roots were in style at some point recently, but not like that. Not like that. And they did her makeup so severe, it, it made it look like she was auditioning to play <laughs> one of the Voltori in Eclipse. Like, I thought, is this her audition for Twilight? Because if so, you should be a vampire. Every time she acted like it, too. <laughs> I know. Wait, but we saw the commercial so much that that opening line, what was that like? Whoa, what are you doing? Where, look where you're going. It was like ingrained <laughs> in my soul. And then he turns around and you see her and you're just like, Whoa. Now that we know who these people are, what do you think were the best performances in this movie? Who would you give an Oscar to? Oh my gosh. So many. First of all, I have to say the announcer. Mayor. <laughs> With the high voice? <laughs> announcer Mayor, man. He was so into it and he was so enthusiastic and I was believing it. I felt like he was really trying in this film. I would give the Oscar to the sister, Jenny. Oh. I thought she was a good actress. I thought she was too, actually. I was buying it. I, I thought she did actually, a good job. I thought that the scenes between Kayla and her sister were some of the best scenes of the movie. Yeah. I love movies where um, sisters get along. Yeah. Because I have a sister, Mary, you have three sisters. <laughs> yeah, I have three sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and... It's the sibling relationship, I think, is unlike any other relationship. It's true. It's true. And it's, they were had very believable relationship. And I love that they lived together. I that wish I could live cute. with my sister. I wish I could afford a house like that in a ski town. <laughs> <laughs> they did have a fat They pad. had a really nice house. Like a little small ski chalet. I'm like, heck yeah. I don't know where Winter Mountain is, but sign me up if that's a real estate market. <laughs> One of my... 
my so we I know we're talking about unbelievability a little bit, but I'm gonna call this a thorn of the movie for me. And the roses are what I really love. A thorn for me was that like he had injured his knee and then his physical therapist told him, Oh, you should go line dancing. And this this guy is icing his knee, getting ultrasounds of his knee, and then going and line dancing two days before the competition. I'm like, no, <laughs> what are you doing? And then line dancing is like it's just like walking. And then they cut to like right after that cut to them like huffing and puffing. It was like yeah. jazzercise. <laughs> they were kicking. There were jumps. I was like, what is actually happening now? I I mean, this reminds me of the. One of my actual, one of my favorite Hallmark movies, The Christmas Bell, when the physical therapist kept telling her she had phantom <laughs> pain. And I'm like, no, that's not what phantom pain is. This girl is in pain. And I want to know, was this guy a physical therapist or was he a doctor? I do, they didn't Was they he didn't a clarify. medical doctor? Because I swear he said, I thought he said medical school. I thought he did too. But then everything he was doing was physical therapist. And you know what's also a weird thing about that entire plot? was that he had this conversation with Trevor being like, I should just come with you on the road. And Trevor was like, yeah, you should. And then he was like, no, are you kidding? Like, you're crazy. I just started this relationship. I, I like, just started dating sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, back up a second. You were the one that said that. That was a weird scene. That was like an that, unnecessary scene. It was scene. unnecessary. I kind of saw two endings for this movie. Like, one ending is exactly how it ended. But then the other ending was, like, all of them deciding to just become his entourage. And then them yeah. being with them on the circuit. And, like, sister and sister could both coach him. Doctor friend could be his doctor, physical therapist. And he could, like, win gold medals. And, like, everybody's living their dream together. And I thought that would be, like, a really yeah. cool and way. And she could have trained the girl skier, too. Yeah. Like, what, what? there's no limitations to that. But, no, he wanted to retire. And I, I agree with his decision. A thorn for me is all the falling. <laughs> like, we ski all the time. <laughs> Nobody who would ever be, even on a, the most junior amateur ski racing team, <laughs> would ever fall on anything less than, like, a straight cliff. <laughs> like, they would not, they just wouldn't fall. They're, like, they're such good skiers, they wouldn't. Yeah. And he fell so many times. He did. And, the, and he was on, like, flattest surfaces the flattest terrain and, and homegirl even fell and i was like girl you're a ski instructor no, yeah. ski instructor they can ski backwards on moguls without yeah. falling <laughs> yeah. they are not falling <laughs> that was a little unbelievable i will say as like a skier you're like whoa especially because it's like three days before the competition and this guy is like yard sailing hard <laughs> and you're just like he's like his dad the coach, everybody is saying, oh, you're doing really well. Like, I think you've got this. You've got this competition in the bag. And I'm sitting there like, wait a second. He could <laughs> use 10, 20 more days, probably two more years. Like, he does not have this competition in the bag. <laughs> I wonder if he was skiing himself. That's my question. He definitely was doing the snowplow himself in that scene <laughs> with the little kids. Um, but I think all the real skiing wasn't him. I, okay. I will say when Box he was the doing the actual race, it was definitely not him skiing because they were like showing the sky and like shooting up and it was just like snow getting blown in his face. Yeah, oh yeah, he was, I said he was on an elliptical machine. I do believe that actors, especially actors who start young, don't ski because it's, if they get hurt, they can't work. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, but on the flip side, what are some roses from this movie? 
it was just a, it was a roller coaster, and I did like it. <laughs> it like they kissed in the middle of the movie out of nowhere. Yeah, they're just talking, and all of a sudden they tell each other that they like each other, and then I they think start they kissing. Love. Or no, no. At that point, that, no. No, he, he was like, I've achieved all of my goals. I've become a world champion. Uh, yes. But there's one thing I don't have. She's like, what? <laughs> you. <laughs> and then they kissed right then. I was like, we, I was like, like, we weren't ready. Bumps. No, I, I literally sunk into the couch. Yeah. <laughs> but I, what I did enjoy was when she said goodbye to him. And she, that's when she said she loved him. And she was like, I just, I love you so much, but this is my dream. And I was sitting there like, oh my gosh. Like, I felt the emotion yes. in that. Charlotte Sullivan gave good drama in this movie. Yeah. I mean, the, I, the tears were real. I was buying it. I was buying it, too. In this movie, it really, the drama was just, like, life decisions. It wasn't like somebody was out to get them, you know? Yeah, you're right. And I, I kind of enjoyed that. You know, it was, like, them trying to figure out what they wanted to do next in their life. Versus, like, an editor publishing a bad story about somebody or, like, him thinking that she was in love with someone else. I, I yeah. mean, that was, like, a nice conflict for Hallmark. You're right. Um, speaking of bad boyfriends, did they ever explain what happened with her and her fiancé? That was, like, a subtle, a, like, a subtle mic drop and nothing else. Yeah, she just said, like, your father talked me out of marrying him and I'm so glad he did because... He was a bad guy. And that was it. <laughs> and, period. Like, can we get a reason? Like, is he in jail? <laughs> like, expand. I almost felt like she said that to kind of be like, I've had a life without you a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. Because then she was like, your father didn't tell you. And he was like, no, we never. Mm. Mm. I thought that was interesting. Okay, another rose for me is the manager. She was just full of energy. Oh, she was. She deserves the Oscar. Forget the okay. announcer. Announcer, yeah. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Manager, manager deserves an Oscar. When she was doing... What was it? The the line dancing. I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> kill it. Oh, you didn't think she would be there. And then all of a sudden, pan camera, manager, smiling, happy, kicking up her feet like everybody else. Because apparently they were like doing this weird jump thing. But she was killing it. I think the reason I feel like this was a little middle, middle tier was I feel like the drama was like probably five stars in regards to Hallmark. Very believable. But I thought the funny parts and like the... Kind of like the, the the comical or like the just the normal parts that wasn't filled with drama were just kind of like, eh. Yeah. You know, I like I wasn't laughing. But when the manager was on there, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. This is what I want to see. Because I feel like when you ski and you yard sale, it's pretty funny. Like, you're, you, I mean, it's also kind of sad. Charlie is notorious on the mountain for somebody when they fall. So a yard sale is when you fall and your skis fall off. Your poles are everywhere. It's just scattered everywhere. Charlie, no mercy. I remember my first year skiing. I had, like, a horrible yard sale. And Charlie zooms by and goes, yard sale. <laughs> Keeps going. <laughs> like, homegirl has never skied. Are you sure that's me? That was me. He was you. <laughs> and then you waited at the bottom. I will say he waited at the bottom of the slope. But you did yell yard sale at me. And I was laughing. Like, it wasn't like I, I had a really bad fall. But it was just funny. I yeah, I, I love seeing a yard sale. And whenever I see somebody fall, I always look to see if the skis are off. And I get sad when they're not. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Another thorn, cross-country skiing. Here's what I will oh. say about Hallmark. Is sometimes they really try to, like, go gung-ho on, like, a we're going to do a really musical thing. Or we're going to do, like, a really outdoorsy sports thing. But then it's, like, 
nobody did the background homework to see how do you cross country ski because they were literally stomping Stomp. with their skis. Yeah, I, I've never gone cross country skiing, but I've seen it. It's not like it's like literally it's, it's kind like of gliding. like gliding. Yeah. yeah, you never pick your feet up, and she's like race you back to the lodge, and they're and running. They literally, they're picking their feet up with skis on. I'm like, this is impressive, but you can even do that. What I also thought was weird was that he lived in New York. I feel like a lot of people that are like skiers live or their home base is in like Vermont or Colorado or Switzerland, not New York City. Yeah. Like, where are the mountains in New York, Trevor? And he said, what, like, the best physical therapist in the world was there or something like that? Yeah. And then you're like, wait a second, but there's, like, tons of physical therapists on ski resorts that, like, literally specialize in skiing. So I felt like that was a little weird, but maybe it's because he was just on, because he was, like, recovering for a year and he wanted to stay in New York versus, like, come home and be around the mountain. I don't know. That was, like, a weird plot. Yeah. I think if anything, he'd be in L.A., a lot of gymnasts after the Olympics they move to LA mm. um, because that's where they can do like TV hosting, reality show judging. Yeah. Uh, but you don't need mountains to do gymnastics. <laughs> you don't need snow. <laughs> I also love that he was um, his endorsement or advertisement that they kept talking about was like him in hiking boots. I was like, it's not even him in ski gear. It's like him yeah. <laughs> shirtless in the summer with hiking boots on. I'm like, wait, why aren't you like for Smith or like Obermeyer or Helly Hansen or like any of the ski brands? But no, like he's doing his hiking boots thing. I was like, all right. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and tr- truthfully, anybody in the stature that they were trying to say he was would have sponsors begging him. Yeah, he yeah. He wouldn't be like for sponsors. Because, mm-hmm. like, we know, like, even just, like, normal ski instructors here, they have sponsors. Yeah, and they get tons of free stuff. <laughs> I have a friend who's got 10,000 followers on Instagram, and he's got all these sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy presumably is, like, a household name. That's what they yeah, said. that's what they said. And he has, like, a manager... Yeah. 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 He was so hot. I mean, maybe if he was not so good looking. (laughs) Charlie. They didn't really mention how hot he was in this movie, did they? Yeah, they normally, every time Trevor Donovan is in a movie, they always have to explain his hotness. Yeah. You always know if a guy in in a Hallmark movie is hot, if his hotness is a plot point. Yes. And for Trevor Donovan, it usually is. What was that movie that we watched with him? In the fall, and he's a lawyer. The one where he was a lawyer, comes back to his hometown, and, like, he's way hotter than he <laughs> used to be, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's, like, a <laughs> His good, hotness is, like, Yeah, it's, like, everything. five minutes. Like, the f- intro, the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie, it's, like, everybody is saying how hot he is. And he, I think he even had to explain how, like, why he's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to explain why you're so hot, you're doing pretty well for yourself. <laughs> I want to be on that level. Maybe yeah. that's the second thing I can manifest. First thing is I'm manifesting a man. Second thing is manifesting beauty. We have to manifest having to explain why we're hot. <laughs> so Charlie and I do a thing in every Hallmark oh, yes. movie. We pick a character and the only requirement is you don't remember them at the end of the movie. Like yeah. they really don't hold a candle in this yeah. plot at all. So these are parts that we would play. If we lived in Vancouver, wherever these movies are filmed. My character was number 41 in the (laughs) um, auction. The one who pays $3,000. She was so thirsty. (laughs) She bid $3,000 and then... (laughs) She bid $3,500. And then they say that she's going to get a day with him before the competition. We never see her day with him. All right. I am looking out for you, number 41. Where was her day? 
We deserved that. I deserved that. No, couldn't we have done like a montage? <laughs> no, I think I could be. I should be the announcer because while he was in two scenes, he really didn't move the plot along at all. But if not, I do have backup. What's <laughs> your backup? Do you remember when he goes up to the buffet table and there's like an old man next to him who's already at the buffet, uh-huh. and then the old man looks at him and like, mouths high. <laughs> In the last movie Charlie and I watched, we couldn't find anybody, and we ended up being, like, the dancers. Do you remember that? In New Year's Resolution, there were no, like, secondary characters, and we ended up having to be, like, the dancers that were right beside them, (laughs) trying to get into the camera. But anyway. Sometimes it's hard to find parts for us. Yes. But we we ask all of our listeners, try to find your own Hallmark characters. Yes. It's a nice, it's a nice little where is Waldo in the in the movie. <laughs> it is, yes, like, like we're constantly looking for where where we are. <laughs> and you'd be surprised; you'll always find one. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I mean, even though we had to pick the dancers in that movie, like they really did fit. They, I mean, they were trying to get screen time, and they were giving it their all. <laughs> Do you remember that movie where they were walking down the street? And there were, like, two extras walking in the opposite direction. <laughs> and the girl just bumps into like, She's saying her lines, bumps into them, keeps going. Yes, and then yes. we were like, that we were that couple. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. I'm Charlie. I'm Mary. <laughs> this is Thirsty for Hallmark. See you next week.